0: Welcome everyone to POV Crypto, the only podcast that both Bitcoiners and Ethereans listen to. I'm David Hoffman, here with my buddy Christian. Christian, how you doing? Doing good, man. This is
1: just the beginning of a crazy week of podcasts, one of four. Um, Super excited though, we got my boy Colin Harper on the podcast. He's a writer and editor for Bitcoin Magazine and just overall great guy, great crypto mind um he's a fairly balanced mind as well um he definitely sees value in ether and other projects as well as um of course you know giving bitcoin the credit that it's due um this was a fun conversation and you know had some heat which is fun
0: yeah for sure this is a classic are we gonna are we gonna name this a fight night we'll have to figure that out but it definitely it definitely listens like a fight night uh it's, it's pretty c- casual conversation it's not really much of an interview but more of just uh, us three shooting the shit uh and you know being degenerates so please feel free to listen yes enjoy and without further ado colin harper All right, everyone. Welcome Colin Harper, second time guest on POV Crypto. Colin, welcome back.
2: Thanks, man. Glad to be here.
0: So Colin, uh, people who listened to the first episode will, will remember you, but uh, we've got a ton of new listeners between now and then. Will you kind of uh, explain for our listeners what you do in the space and how you came to be?
2: Yeah. So I'm a journalist at Bitcoin Magazine, journalist and associate editor. And um, I got Back in, I got into the space back in the fall of 2017 when I just started investing in shit coins, and then I started trying to freelance about Bitcoin and blockchain and cryptocurrencies in general, and then I ended up uh, syncing up with the Bitcoin Magazine team at a conference, and then in 2018 I started working for them full time, loving it. Do you consider yourself a bitcoin maximalist? Oh no <laughs> the question uh probably not honestly I, I mean like so i i I prefer the term softcore bitcoin maximalist like you know, like bitcoin's <laughs> always going to be the most valuable <laughs> cryptocurrency project in my mind like but you know um as as to like do do i want bitcoin to be the only one no i don't think so i I think there's plenty of room for innovation and for this ecosystem to grow it just depends on what it's going to disrupt like bitcoin has found its use case is, is kind of the way i look at it and i don't really see it as any other cryptocurrencies like they've they've defined use cases but they haven't like cemented that use case or like their uh i don't know their place within that um model you know uh, for
0: those that don't know, uh, Bitcoin Media is also who Christian works for. So you guys are our co-workers. Uh, and it's also notoriously full of Bitcoin maximalists.
2: Uh, it's BTC Media. Thank BTC you, BTC Media, excuse me. Um,
0: <laughs> is, there any, is there any other person who's uh more soft core about bitcoin than you or on the on the bitcoin maximalist spectrum of btc media are you the least bitcoin maximalist of them
2: i think out of the people who really care about cryptocurrencies probably i mean christian what do you do you think that's fair like i think that's probably pretty fair i think because we got a lot of people who like don't give a fuck about bitcoin or cryptocurrency outside of price swings anyway Um, Because some people would just, you know, it's just their job, you know, they don't actually invest or really care about Mm it. Um, But I think out of the like, you know, the people in there who are actually, you know, pro crypto, I think I probably am. I don't know. What do you think, Christian?
1: I was racking my brain, and I think that that's actually true. We are yeah. very Bitcoin forward.
2: Yeah. It's a <laughs> extremist comes to mind sometimes.
1: <laughs> we, we, ha, we the thing is, is that when I joined the company, we had a lot more just blockchain, crypto people, in like in general. Uh, Chris Ely is one of the ones that you guys know. Yeah. Chris Powers, Absolutely. you guys are both familiar with Chris Powers, both doing stuff in the DeFi space right now. Entrepreneurs. Yeah, kicking ass. Yeah, you um, guys
0: pushed yeah. out all the, all the Ethereum people. As soon as they showed any signs of, of defection from Bitcoin, you were like, get the fuck out.
2: I wouldn't put it that way. I would put it a different way, but maybe I shouldn't say that on air. <laughs> um, well,
1: I have to say we pushed out. I, I'm proud to have pushed out the Ethereum product. <laughs> and I'm happy that we went all the way Bitcoin and I'm happy to be the Bitcoin only media company.
2: I game. mean, it makes sense strategically, and I'm still pretty down with it, honestly. I I do miss covering Ethereum though. I, I liked Ethereum, dude. Ethereum, yeah. I, I don't know. Like again, you know, it's not, not the most proven network, you know. But we'll see. We'll see what it does. That's the thing. Is like we can just wait and see. We don't have to hate it, you know. I don't know. I feel like
0: you kind of have to hate it to work for BTC Media.
2: What's it like working for a, a Bitcoin maximless company? Uh, it's all right. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I mean, there's a it's reason lit. Bitcoin Maxis are Bitcoin Maxies. You know, yeah, Christians <laughs> over there flexing. Um, uh, I enjoy it generally. Um, I mean, people still trade shit coins, right? But no one takes them seriously. Um, and you know, th- there is some nuanced views about Ethereum. Some guys like Ethereum decently. And uh, you have dudes like Tyberg who's just like brainwashed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah he for sure just is cracking up right now all right so colin what else do you pay attention to in the crypto i mean
2: space? i just like socio-political stuff a lot mainly i mean technicals are dope technicals make those uh socio-political um uh effects and changes happen but uh i like the concept of having a completely state divorced currency um, I like, I fuck with the concept of Libra a lot. And I've been, I've been macking on some of your tweets and that's the first thing that I thought of too, uh, David, when I was reading it, it was like, wow, they just, they, they created a federal reserve um, and a central bank, which is nuts. Um, And so like, I love Bitcoin. Bitcoin's going to always be like the project that is like the core of why I'm here and like why I believe and what cryptocurrencies are trying to do to the global economic scene but i also take a great interest in things like even things that are a sham of a cryptocurrency like libra um and i also i do fuck with the concept of DeFi, but like i don't really actually understand how maker works too well i mean i like did a little bit of like die stuff for a stablecoin article i wrote a while ago um i'd be interested in the idea of something like um Decentralized governance scene and like a decentralized de- financial system built on top of that. I just don't know how effective that would be or what that would look like at scale. So
0: you're an author, you're a journalist. So I'm a author, can, th- that's can...
2: very high praise. Thank you. <laughs>
0: an author of 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 journals. Um, so for of your audience that you've captured or that you've experimented with, what's it like with like Have you been able to kind of peel back the layers of the audience of crypto and kind of give us your like litmus test of what um what your audience is at least with B- btc media's audience like do those like do those people exclusively consume bitcoin content or do they also kind of dabble in other other content like libra and and like what what tends to catch fire uh, out of the content that you produce what tends to catch fire and what doesn't
2: um, I definitely think that, you know, it's largely people who are consuming Bitcoin content. That's why I do think it was a good move. Um, like things that have also really caught fire is stuff like in the community, like the whole hodlonaut not thing, uh, the lightning torch, a lot of that stuff takes off. Uh, any sort of new technical innovation or, um, you know, wallet release, things like that. People like those. Stuff like Libra also gets catches people's attention, but not in the same way. And we also just don't beat the coverage to death like some other places do. Because um, Christy, my editor, doesn't really like giving air to things like that. Um, yeah, Chris, <laughs> Christian's over there pumping his fist. Yeah, shout out to Christy. Christy's great.
1: I muted Libra on on Twitter. It was just too much yeah. and I haven't unmuted it and my life is great.
2: I mean, hey man, Libra is fucking fascinating. I mean Coin Wars, it's coming, man. Like it I is agree, coming. I
1: agree. I just don't need all the idiot banter about it. I, See, I think that's it's the, fascinating too.
2: That's that's the thing. Kind of tangent but not a tangent. Like you like the ETH head to my right on this Zoom screen and the, the Bitcoiner, the BTC Maximalist in the middle. <laughs> Like y'all are gonna have to come together because it's not gonna be you know Bitcoin versus Ethereum. It's going to be Libra versus crypto. It's gonna be Chinese central bank currency versus crypto. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be you know European or Bank of International Settlements you know crypto versus or uh, digital coin versus crypto. It's gonna be it's gonna be the, like what Absolutely. cryptocurrencies actually are, fighting off a bunch of frauds and shams and governments co-opting. You know. Some uh, simulacrum of this technology.
0: So this is something I've been tumbling around in in my head like a ton lately, uh, and so I've I been trying to to argue with Christian about, and and so many of Christian's co uh, uh, hosts come on or guests, excuse me, guests come on to the podcast, and they're like, yeah, Bitcoin is magical because it does this. Brandon Quidam and his whole uh, whole Bitcoin is a decentralized organism. Uh, example is, is a great one where it's actually not just Bitcoin, it's just crypto at large. But I couldn't figure out where to draw the line between like the fact that it's not specifically Bitcoin that has these magical properties in crypto. But then also, you know, XRP and TRX do not have these magical like incentive lining properties. And so at some point there is a line where I have to draw and say, okay, these things aren't crypto, and these things are. And the things that are crypto have all the magical, cool properties that crypto has, such as being a decentralized mm-hmm. organism. And so while I was writing that article about bringing Bitcoin onto Ethereum, I realized where that line is drawn and what the this natural emergent order is coming from. And so if if you read my article about um bringing Bitcoin to Ethereum with a trustless bridge. It's all about the cryptos that pass the mm. trustless bridge test, where like if you have one blockchain that's trustless and you have another blockchain that's trustless, you can bridge those two. But you can't bridge like XRP onto Ethereum, right? Because, you know, the XR, the you know, Ripple will just censor you. And so that bridge is there, therefore censored. And so all of the trustless blockchains are going to like link up And so like Monero and Bitcoin and Ether and Litecoin are all going to have these trustless bridges. And that is going to be the entity that that is that nation states and tech crypto like Libra and the new China one and all the the Asia centralized uh, cryptos. The three way fight is going to be between this network of permissionless, uh, trustless blockchains versus the Libras versus the Federal Reserve's. And so this, this natural crypto emergent system is going to all kind of meld into one. And so I'm totally with you. We do have to, like, align our powers.
2: It's going to be like a federation.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. It's going to be a, a, a network of, of emergent
2: blockchains. You, you've been itching here, Christian, you, you, to, to speak. You disagree.
1: And I actually agree with all of you guys. I definitely agree that the Hydra of shit is part of the, the weapon against uh against nation states and proprietary uh software i just like to make the distinction that if you were to make investment decisions even though the this is not investment advice <laughs> bitcoin is by far the most attractive so yeah, you can be is- whatever
2: you want I'm this just is, saying. This is where I agree with Christian too. So, I mean, like, yeah. but here's where Christian and I probably disagree. Like, you know, I would, I would hedge with a with a tiny bit of ether. You know, I hedge. Like, I, I'm on, on the record. I own ether. Oh, oh, he does. He said it. I was
0: looking at your miner, and you sent it somewhere, and I thought you sent it to uh, to an exchange, and I saw you just sent it to another address, and I was like, oh, good. He still got it. Good. Good. Cold storage. <laughs> <laughs> so okay here's how here's how i view it where bitcoin is like this you know godzilla hydra thing and then ether is is Bitcoin's at like what 200 billion and Ether's at like 28 billion and so ether is like this little child teenage uh hydra next to the big one but we're, we're gonna be able to grow a lot bigger because we haven't hit puberty yet and so we have a lot more growing to do our hydra head is is going to be large
2: that's true that's true I think one of the places that I come from with Christian a little bit too and with like Christian's advice is like Bitcoin is the most proven chain, which gives it arguably, you know, the greatest value of any cryptocurrency on the market in terms of just being robust and resilient and having the largest, having the largest network. The other thing that I think all of this is contingent on is like, what is layer two going to do? For scaling these technologies, it's like what well, what what do you make of the argument, David? That if like side chains and even Lightning or you know something like drive chains or state chains take off, then we don't really need any smart contract platforms. you think that even matters because it's still like in the vein of competitions? Like I don't believe there's only going to be one programmable you know programmable currency out there. Also. Sorry, I'm asking a lot of questions. Also you say ETH is program money. Like so is Bitcoin. I don't I don't get that. No, it's meme. not. Like it's the, it's the same Yes, it is. You no, can only totally do possible. like
0: six things with Bitcoin.
2: Only built like six things. I there mean, are only true. like six okay. programs. the thing is though, do I need do I need the hundreds that Ether has the, yes. uh, that, that Ethereum is supporting? Yes, you do. Really? Which which okay, no, seriously, which ones that are being built right now are you Christians going off over there? Which ones right now do I actually need to use them? Like, okay. Arguably something like maker. Okay. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I don't know. I think like the, what is the, what is the stability fee at right now? Like who's paying I just that? 17.5. Like, 19.5? 5. <laughs> no,
0: no. 18.5. It's at 18.5 oh, right Jesus. now. Jesus. Mm-hmm.
2: Who's paying that? Like, who's uh, gonna I don't that? know, but
0: like $90 million of outstanding loans are. That's not going down because people love paying the stability fee. I guess it's like the argument like when Netflix raises its prices, no one fucking leaves because the product is good as shit. Okay, so... I would say that's
1: true. I mean, yeah. I could believe that that argument.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that, that was... But that's because they're ETH whales. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretending like whales don't control every network. <laughs> Come on.
1: But I mean i feel like whale metrics are different for die
2: yeah i mean definitely different for daps and stuff i agree with that um so david like what do you foresee being built on ethereum besides realty which is dope i think that's cool like y'all need to bring that to nashville and let people monetize some shit here um even though you know detroit is super super easy and super cheap but like what do you see getting put on ethereum
0: well one of the most rich most expressively rich algorithms or or i don't know it's not an algorithm uh, function is a zk snark right and so uh ernest and young is that is the company that built out this nightfall protocol which is going to enable companies to send money to each other through the blockchain right so it's so it's 12 second block times uh, and they can do it perfectly privately and so they can send the money around the world with A level of of privacy and speed that has never been seen before and that's something that bitcoin can't do
2: this sounds like a trusted thing though like this this sounds like it's no it's not like hybrid no it's not it doesn't have a trusted setup it's trustless okay so this is just like a settlement protocol right it's it's a
0: it's a snark so it's a it's a computation that hides all the details and like the 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 catch is that it's like at 15 dollars of gas which is like super super high but for a company that's moving millions, millions of dollars, like $15 over, over 12 second block times is nothing. So that's something that you get out of more expressiveness.
2: You're raising your so hand.
0: So I feel like this has been like the seventh ZK Snark announcement
1: for Ethereum. Is anyone using this? Is anyone using any of this stuff?
2: Well, you wouldn't know because
0: they're private.
2: <laughs> I mean, but it's, it, it's it's an example of an application that could be used. But I'm talking about like not just stuff like that. Like I'm talking about like, where, where where, where are all the crazy tokenized things? Like, what am I going to tokenize? And what am I going to be able to tokenize in the future? Like, when am I going to be able to, like, unlock yeah. my Uber with a smart contract on Ethereum? Oh, wait, I'm not, because I'm just going to do it with Libra. <laughs> oh,
0: wouldn't that be funny? Um, so the the issue of tokenizing the world, you'll, we still have to come over, we'll like, overcome, like, the, the off-chain, on-chain mm-hmm. translation issue. Which is why a multi collateral die is using only on chain assets like basic attention token, OMG, rep, you know, to- uh, collateral like that, which is all terrible collateral because we haven't figured out how to get off chain assets onto Ethereum in an, in a, an efficient ma- manner. Like, even with realty, we have to create a new set of legal documents for every single property, right? And so, like, we can scale that, you know house by house by house, but uh scaling that to the whole world is gonna require a more systematized method. So I'm I'm actually relatively bearish on off chain assets getting tokenized in the short term. Hmm. Um projects like oh, oh, but short term but not the long term. No not the long term. I think the problem will be solved. And the and the other problem also the other big problem of crypto being um decentralized identity solutions. Uh also a huge problem. Uh like how do we enable uh Sybil resistant identities that are that somebody can control like how do i david hoffman have my professional identity and my gamer identity and my my fucking dungeon fetish identity and how do i control all microsoft of those? is
2: working on something like this yeah, for exactly Bitcoin, um which i assume ethereum could just like integrate if they want yeah that's it's, like modify it
0: but do it like to the level of of
2: freedom that it gets me like
0: one identity is cool but i want one for every single persona that i open up so that problem is not yet solved but uh, i am super bullish on um like protocol tokens like the mkr token is a super good token that's a and that's an internet native token and so it's gonna it's going to have that internet native premium which i think it has um and you know, like all these tokens that have very valid use cases, I think are going to be built out first before we figure out how to tokenize other stuff. Oh, and then for another application like Uniswap, I think people should stop calling Uniswap Uniswap, and should start calling it the global forex market because it's a currency exchange. It's a it's an asset to asset exchange, it, which has it, no. It, so it's, it's
2: just an is it basically it's just a dex like i, I don't even know it's anything DEX, about Uniswap because right. i don't keep up with okay it's a, it's a
0: autonomous algorithmic dex so there's no middleman and the only liquidity yeah. that that ends up there is the people that provide it and and take the market inefficiency fees so it's like a, it's a public foreign exchange with no middleman and no rent seeking and so it's just a, yeah, i mean uh, people
2: people were tweeting about it like it was the tits it is the tits um, like, it's pretty, pretty, uh, fl- uh, smooth, like decks, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: like, so I I go
2: to my, my maker CDP, I mint die,
0: I go to Uniswap, I swap that die for more ether or any other asset, and my funds never leave my ledger.
2: That's nice. Mm-hmm.
0: So I never have to, just, I never, ever put in my email or password for any of this. And I, and I go between like three, but if I wanted to up to like 40 different assets or currencies,
2: Something, technically the uh, ones are in the smart contract. Right. But he controls the smart contract though. He has the keys for it.
0: Like eventually when there's these things called smart contract wallets, my wallet will be a smart contract. So that's not like a, you're not, you can't knock on that. The goal is to have, have wallets that are smart contracts.
1: Sure, but what I'm saying is that right now, your funds are technically hot when they're inside a Maker CDP. No, they're not. What do you mean hot? Couldn't someone compromise the CDP? Aren't the keys inside the contract?
0: No, the keys are the contract. There aren't any keys for the contract. It's not A, a contract isn't a wallet. So where's the ether? The ether that I deposited in my CDP, it got... So what I did... And most, 90% of this happens in the background. Is my ether gets swapped for weether, W ether, which is wrapped ether, because ether is not an ERC-20 token, and it has to be an ERC-20 token to be a collateral. And then uh, I submit my weeth, my wrapped ETH, into the CDP, and that gets pooled for peeth, for pooled ETH. And this is just a single collateral die. This isn't multi collateral die. And so my pooled ETH is the collateral, and so and there's like a ratio between Ether and Pether, and it's like one point zero four one four. Um, and the, the the reason why it's not one to one is because of uh, people that got liquidated, but not me. And so I have Pether in my CDP that uh, backs my DAI, and that is in a smart con- smart contract account that is just managed by the out uh, the 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 code of makerdao. But there aren't any like public or private keys for that. There's just a there's just a contract address.
2: Does that answer your question, Christian?
0: I don't know if it really taught me anything,
1: but I don't really have anything to challenge him with. So I'm going <laughs> to
2: Like so I think I remember you
0: asking for this asking me this forever ago because you're all you were asking about like how does an autonomous piece of code make a transaction on Ethereum without having any private keys? Like how does it sign the output? but that's just like not how Ethereum works. It doesn't, the, a contract, how you issue a contract is you make a transaction that has the contract in the body of the transaction, right? And so you make that transaction on the blockchain, on Ethereum, and that contract is created and it's in the ledger. And so then when I make a, when I make another transaction into the future, I can reference that previous transaction and that previous transaction has in the body the way that uh, it's going to manipulate my money because of the 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 autonomous code that I put in there, and so I reference the contract with my transaction, and I say, "Hey, Ethereum, make my money do the thing that is in the transaction that I sent like three years ago, or whenever the MakerDAO contract was created." The
2: original transaction sets the conditions for the subsequent exactly. ones. Exactly, okay? the, both
0: the inputs and the outputs, and so Ethereum takes the 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 code that was set in stone forever ago. That's you know. Uh, ubiquitous, like always there. And because it's, it, you know, it's, was in the, in the ledger three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, it's never going away. It's always present. There's a word for that. and I'm forgetting it. Persistent. Um, and so it just operates by the operations in that contract. And then there's an input and an output. And then the output is my die basically. Thumbs up. So, so it's not at risk for anyone stealing its private keys. Cause there aren't any is the, the point of that. So
2: when you're like minting die, so you meant die, right? Like you stake, you lock, you left the lock collateral up and then it creates it. And then to unlock that collateral, you mm-hmm. have to pay back the stability fee, right? Which she said is like, oh wait, there are two different fees.
0: You pay back the loan right? and then you pay
2: your stability fee. The loan is at what, like 17 point, or you said 18.5%? Yeah, I just got up today. Yeah, so if I have $1,000 worth of DAI locked up in there, Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having to pay nearly a 20% premium on that. Am I just like, is it, can, can you just keep feeding that? And then theoretically like never pay that back and then just have your, yes,
0: but then you'll never get your collateral back.
2: Right. Um, but at a certain point, why would you even want to like, if you're just like basically minting money from this thing, you know what I mean?
0: That's actually a good question because like what you're saying is, so the amount that have that you owe is your principal plus the interest and i'm not sure if the interest uh lowers the like if that is added to the how much you owe it, uh for the principal cuz that changes how much you should have collateralized right so the way it might work and i need to double check on this is that as your interest goes up and up and up more and more ether might get locked mm. and so once you once you pass that
2: threshold you probably
0: okay you probably get liquidated actually that's probably what happens oh uh,
2: like the the contract will liquidate you if you don't pay back the contract will put your
0: collateral up for auction if you are oh, under whoa, the 150 percent uh, uh, minimum ratio. Uh,
2: okay. All right. Well, then that's how that gets mediated. All right. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like, if you can just like keep it locked up without any punishment, and this is basically just like, I mean, that's what, this is kind of like an elastic thing, but not really because like you have to pay to get it the the uh, the collateral back. Mm-hmm. But like, if you could just stake it and then print die and then not pay it back it'd be like an elastic currency yeah um, so so you david, would
0: automatically lose 50 percent because of the collateralization ratio
2: yeah for sure david hmm. at this present
1: moment would it be possible for whoever controls the oracle to liquidate everyone and buy everyone's collateral at a discount
0: uh i don't know because i don't have access to that information um don't worry, don't that, worry the answer christian, might chain- be yes actually. don't worry
2: christian chain link will solve this <laughs>
0: train <laughs> chain link and many other solutions um yeah the, the answer to that question might be yes like i don't know we would have to ask mariano who probably won't tell us but if i wanted to do that i would approach mariano and be like so mariano like how much do i have to pay you to fuck up with the oracles and have that have them set that to zero um and if they set the price feeds to zero, then then you know the MakerDAO system and probably would enter um, global settlement. But that would also be a choice of MakerDAO holders, MKR holders.
2: How many people are using MakerDAO? Do you know?
0: Uh, I can tell you how many CDPs there are. It's not. It's a pretty good yeah, proxy for, sure. for how many people there are, but not a one-to-one. Um, I think we're up to like eighteen thousand CDPs. It's pretty good um 19,130
2: this ended up becoming like a, ma- a maker dow 101 christian what else do you <laughs> want to talk about
0: what other questions well, about maker dow do you have
1: <laughs> we had weird shit in the crypto industry on our list of topics oh they wait, weird wait before we transition away
0: from maker dow i want to pose a question to you guys so Dai is just a price feed right so If we wanted to make DAI $2, all we would have to do is manipulate something and and multiply it by two, and then it would become $2. We could also change what the feed is, right? And we could change it to uh, whatever the price of Bitcoin is. And so uh, the very, very long-term vision of MakerDAO is to be able to produce any synthetic asset that tracks the price of any other asset. And so we could have a version of MakerDAO. So a derivative... like, yeah, yeah, it's. it's it, I think in the traditional world, it's called a synthetic asset, but
2: Ethereum is going to cause asset inflation. It's gonna cause Bitcoin was, inflation because gonna, there's no gonna...
0: there's no limit to twenty-one million uh, bitcoins from the maker DAO system. So so we'll be able to print more bitcoins than the Bitcoin blockchain. Well, but did. that
2: you're acting like that wait, but you're acting like that's like a problem with Bitcoin. It's like, yeah, like that's... that's your guys' problem, it's not our problem. No, that's your problem. You're the one building the derivatives. Like <laughs> Bitcoin didn't ask for these derivatives. Bitcoin didn't <laughs> ask for anything like this.
0: There's gonna be twenty-one million plus bitcoins on Ethereum and whether or not you can collect those. Well, but wait a second. Wait a
2: second. Are You're saying you're going to create like a parallel asset? Yeah. People are going to trade that on the open market, but no one's going to buy it if it's not worth anything. It's going to be worth the price of a Bitcoin. I mean, but okay, here's the thing. What's the distribution going to be? Like, how are you like this? I don't understand how you're you're just going to drop. I mean, the the outstanding supply right now is like 17.6 million Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to distribute those Bitcoins? Like this isn't like a fork where it's just going to show up in people's wallets. Like right, yeah, yeah. No, start...
0: It's going to sh- it's going to f- f- fluctuate. The supply of synthetic Bitcoin produced by MakerDAO is going to fluctuate like the supply of dye. And so what we're what I'm saying is we're going to make assets that track the prices of other things, and one of those things can be Bitcoin. And so Ethereum or the MakerDAO Bitcoin is going to produce bitcoins that are outside or produce tokens that are worth the price of bitcoin outside of the bitcoin blockchain
2: but oh wait, what do you want to say christian what you got there's so many assumptions here that, <laughs> yeah yeah i don't though like you're, soup, you're assuming like is bitcoin stable
1: like is it going to be really easy to maintain it like it's already hard enough for for maker to maintain the stability fee on a dollar like imagine if it was a volatile asset i feel like this is a quite the challenge Two, the main assumption is that DeFi or whatever infrastructure you're building on ETH is going to be so valuable that ETH one can outpace Bitcoin's value. So that way, you have the collateral to produce these coins, and then two, that you will want Bitcoin on there, which is kind of confusing. Like, why would you (coughs) put it on there if it's not useful or needed? Just like I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe it happens. I think it's pretty crazy. Again, like you need this like magical formula of so many things to happen. It doesn't really make sense it, to me.
2: It, it makes sense if you had something like a, like wrapped Bitcoin, right? That you then use as collateral, but you have to lock Bitcoin up to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand th- this thing about creating a, another Bitcoin on Ethereum, like a token, a synthetic Bitcoin. Again, the price fixing doesn't make sense. You're just saying it's worth this. But how it's traded on the open market is what decides how much that's worth. Like, I don't understand how you're going to keep it, it stable at Bitcoin's price. This isn't like a stable coin or this isn't like die.
0: So, no, so it's just creating a stable coin. I don't want to get too too far into this. It's not really the, the point of that argument. But the way, the way that it is 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 that if you were to create a synthetic Bitcoin, the synthetic Bitcoin would always be redeemable for the same value of an actual Bitcoin because that's what the price feed does.
2: Okay, well, that sounds like a bunch of voodoo, number one, not <laughs> the price it's feed. It's how DAI works. <laughs> and number two, number two. But like DAI has actual collateral. Like in this case, Bitcoin should be the actual collateral. But instead, you're saying well, we're going to make another. He, what he's Bitcoin saying is that ether
1: is still going to be the collateral, or whatever multi collateral tokens they want to put in there. So, I mean, it just seems kind of insane that you can put shit coins on one side and think you can get sound money on the other end.
2: Yeah, that's like the power this, whatever this thing is. It's not Bitcoin. Blockchain and that's the last thing that's the other thing i want to say it's like I, you're saying. i'm not bitcoin... scared
1: of inflation on other databases i'm not the what <laughs> yeah. matters is what's redeemable on the bitcoin blockchain your yeah, blockchain with the most valuable block space out of any blockchain there is so that's what actually matters so unless you can redeem it on the bitcoin ledger it's not a bitcoin so yeah. whatever the market will discount that how they think i mean is realistic
2: I guess I guess that answers your question, David. (laughs) So weird shit in the industry. (laughs) Uh, Weird shit in the industry. Exchanges are kicking off US customers um, and shit like that. Uh, Like I got a text message from Quobey Global and like I have to like, my account's going to be shuttered. Uh, Binance did it. Bittrex is like cutting off people's trading options. Um, Regulation is really heating up. And I think that's super interesting because – I mean, for the first time in a while, you're really seeing, a, I mean, on an international stage, but especially in America, regulators are really starting to take notice. They want to make sure people aren't evading taxes. Um, they're going to start collecting data from Google. I, I saw something earlier. Um, like they're going to start collecting data from Google, Yahoo, Firefox, all these uh, companies, um, to try to pin down crypto users. So buckle up. I mean, this with Libra, I mean, like the, the bull market couldn't ask for better news just like in terms of really where we're going and like just like the general trajectory of the industry right now it's really exciting i mean i'm jazzed i'm 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 pumped guys
0: yeah uh i i would have to agree the there seems to be like this perfect storm coming where cryptos are just going to be slingshotted into the future um
2: yeah and you know it it, i always get jazzed to think about how early we are too I mean, things are just still so early. We don't know what it's gonna be like ten years from now. Dude, in 2017,
0: I was like, "God damn it, I am so fucking late to this thing. Like, everyone is on this fucking train. Like, it's too late. Like, the riches have been gotten." And now I'm sitting here in 2019 and we're like, "Damn, no one fucking knows what's going on here."
2: Yeah. Um, I always say there's a lot
0: of confusion out there.
2: Mm-hmm. There is a lot of confusion out there. I'm, 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 I'm ready for the for the shitcoin purges that shit coins purge. make me nervous dude shit but coins are
1: cons- gonna continue to moon for a while
2: maybe i don't just know real some, of them, some of them are bleeding you know
0: yeah i think a lot of them are gonna bleed for- forever yeah. there's
2: some oh, but- yeah but there's there- gonna be there- new ones yeah
1: like you can purge the feather coin but like there's gonna be another shit coin
2: yeah but it's just like how long is that racket gonna like you know like, how long is it going to take people to consolidate business models into either something... Either, like, you know, stop doing that because there's no reason to because you don't need to solve these things with a cryptocurrency. Or how long is it going to real- take them to actually realize, oh, wait, we can solve some of these things with a cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm.
1: I think the real question is, when will the world be
0: free of suckers?
2: And the answer <laughs> to that is never. Yeah, that's pretty true.
0: At least the coins we know today. I don't, I don't think they're coming back. I think EOS tron tron might have another wind in it but eos uh, xrp
2: oh you think those are dying nah, i think man, those, those are on are their way out baby those are competing with your baby all the way to a zero dollar valuation depending on who loses <laughs> like,
0: wait competing with my baby like are you talking about a yeah
2: eos and, and tron now i'm not going to say that they're true competitors because they're not decentralized but you know like it's it's that that's down to you know they're, they're both smart contract platforms and it's like who's gonna have the bigger no, and better no, 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 no.
0: the smart contract platform is not what you're going after it's the DeFi platform if you don't okay. have if you're a Bye. smart contract so platform and you don't have DeFi, you're dead
2: okay so 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 we're 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 calling it we're saying a DeFi platform now okay so we've changed. yeah we're,
0: we're pivoting the narrative yeah, just, we've I'm, changed I'm, the I'm, nomenclature I'm cha- okay I'm
2: deciding it here so so what what why can't Tron or EOS do DeFi? Like, why? Why is it different than what Ethereum can do? Justin
1: <laughs> says, "Dare to DeFi."
0: Yeah, he he can market it, but doesn't mean he has it. You can't have DeFi on TRX or EOS because neither of those have any sort of monetary premium for their token. You can't have you can't have so so EOS just opened up Compound, like a Compound fork. Do you know what Compound is? It's like a money market on top of Ethereum. But they don't have any assets to trade. There's no, because Ethereum is the asset issuance platform because it's the maximally decentralized platform. You can't issue assets on something like Tron or EOS because the underlying blockchain isn't permissionless or decentralized. So you go to Ethereum where you issue all your assets because that's where everyone else is issuing all their assets. And because we also have DAI and Ether, which are money, and so we have this emergent financial platform, which we're calling DeFi, which is a terrible name, but it's stuck. And it's it's these it's the combination of the money of Dai and Ether with the assets.
2: So you're basically just saying whichever asset is the most sound is is the reason it's going to be like. But but like I I think like Tron and EOS could still do DeFi. It's just whether or not it's the same problem people have with like you know. This is a very simplistic example, but it's like Bitcoin over Litecoin. It's like okay, they have a similar use case, but one's obviously worth more than the other for some obvious reasons. Though that's also not a, the best comparison because like Litecoin is like semblance decentralized, but you're basically saying that because it's not decentralized, it'll never be, never be as good or never be DeFi enough. Right. Like, so.
0: So people, when when people hear DeFi or open finance, they really just need to think finance because that's really what we're build, building right. here. We're, we're just and it's just whether or not you label. can do
2: it with a decentralized network yes. or something like a shitcoin like Tron or EOS. Yes. No, I agree with that.
0: You can't. Do I that agree with that, but I still think. Network.
2: But I still think, yeah, but I still think it depends on um, what people choose to use because, like you know, Libra, for instance is going to have smart contracts. And if it's easy as hell to use and developers start building on it, it doesn't matter if it's centralized, you know? like If it's, if it's better than what they have today and also easier than something like Ethereum or EOS or Tron, then that's what they're going to be building on.
0: Um, yeah. Um, I mean, they have just made their own brand new tooling language or, or programming language, and they don't have any of the tooling that Ethereum has been developing for the last few years. So they're already behind on that. I just find that it's really ironic that your arguments
1: are network effect and Lindy. Yes. Those are the Bitcoin arguments. No, they're not. (laughs) They're the crypto arguments. They're not yours. like Like maybe Ethereum has network effect and Lindy in the DeFi space. I still question that DeFi or whatever it is in this form with all of these shit collaterals, you literally only have two things that aren't shit. It's die and and maker. ETH. maybe ETH, maker, yeah, ETH, maybe yeah. maker. Okay, let's let, three things. If Everything you, if else you say like Dyes bat. Is also, you have. To I cannot say that believe that you're going to be putting bat as collateral for ETH. That just sounds like the worst idea. Po- or for die, and that just sounds like the worst idea possible. Um, it's all, but It's just it funny because like, you. But you're talking about the nuances of how decentralized one thing is and why it's better, and that is again another Bitcoin argument. It was like. Look, there are nuances to why this is more than this. Um, Obviously, there are steps up because ETH is successful to some degree and is valuable to some degree, at least in the present moment. A lot of people made a lot of money on ETH. A lot of people made a lot of Bitcoin on ETH. So maybe these other things can also do that and take another step up in the centralization route and find some sort of market fit. Who knows? Uh, I personally think that, again, you want to decentralize all the way to the most, and that's Bitcoin.
0: No, it's not. It's Bitcoin and Ether are basically the same level of security and and permissionlessness close enough to fucking matter.
2: Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, no, he's not wrong, Christian. He's not wrong. I mean, I mean, Bitcoin's the old older of the two. So, you know, that's it's got that going for it. I mean, it's we'll, we'll see what happens when uh, Ethereum 2.0 hits, though. I mean, mm-hmm. proof of stake is going to be a huge stress tester. It's either going to moon Ethereum or it's going to tank it. Yeah. Like, and and that it's not going to happen instantaneously. I it can do it both.
1: These things. Do- moon
0: and the network will tank. <laughs> or the other way around, where it tanks and then everyone figures out that it worked and then it moons.
2: Guys, I actually got to go to a Bitcoin meetup. Um, <laughs> okay. It, it, a, a, little, a little dig for a David notice notice Bitcoin meetup, not crypto or Ethereum meetup. <laughs>
0: and this in is why you guys are getting in left behind
2: little old nashville oh because we're still having don't get left.
0: left come to the finance platform <laughs> look uh, okay. look at the chart your meme sucks okay.
2: all right it's, it's, it's more been than two a years come, on now. A bull market. come on now um well this has been really fun guys we should do this again yeah, absolutely is this a fight night yeah this is a fight night i don't know sure. is it i mean david did you feel like you were teamed up on it this, well i'm used to that so it's par for the course <laughs> Uh, I thought I was I was a decently neutral observer. Ethereum's yeah, no, got some cool either. things going on with it, and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing what's hap- What's going to happen.
1: Me I want to check
2: out Realty. I want to buy shares of a house. Yeah, you, you
1: can't because you're geofenced. Yeah, you are geofenced.
2: Oh, boo. Yeah. So you're going to let some fucking like Eastern Europeans invest in that, there? That's in the like, goal. <laughs> real estate. <laughs> if you know any, send them my way. Colin, where can people find you? Uh, I'm as I lay hodling on twitter uh, DMs are open if you want to send me tips or cat pics I also like those um, and uh, yeah I'm also that on uh, I think telegram too cool.
1: cool who do you want to hear from just cat pics
2: <laughs> uh, or just like any sort of sick news tips that'd be great if you got a cool like lightning project hit me up love lightning network projects Don't we'll talk about ride. that next time and, and how, yeah, and how, if he, and how ETH heads love to deride the progress of the Lightning Network. <laughs> All
0: right, guys, you can find the podcast at POV Crypto Pod. You can find me at Trustless State, both on Medium and on Twitter. And you can find me, CK,
1: at CK underscore Snarks. Remember, revate, re, la, 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 la. remember to rate and review the show. Five stars, please. Bless you,
0: fam. Bless you. Goodbye, everyone.